podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. It's a season wrapping up. Stop Hammer Time of this, the 12th season that we have uh, covered in the podcast Stop Hammer Time because we began during the 2007-08 season and so this will be the 12th week. We started halfway through that season, I should mention, and uh, then we have gathered on to this time. That's just to give you a bit of historical perspective over what's about to happen over the next three to seven hours. <laughs> joining me, joining me as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hi. Everything all right over yes, there? Yes, yes. You're sitting in a different position I this am, week. Yeah, I'm in an uncustomary are. position and I've also Is it uh, only just managed to finish eating a mouthful of peanuts before mm. you started speaking to me. Which we is have a huge connect- collection of snacks. <laughs> yeah, we're surrounded we by, by junk, junk Haribos, food, really. Uh, Skittles, M and M's, kettle chips. Kettle chips. Um, I don't know what's going on, really. Yeah, uh, I love it. What's it? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Also joining us, possibly the greatest legal mind in the country, uh, mm-hmm. a greater legal mind than than Mycroft Holmes from from the Sherlock Holmes Sherlock books. Holmes, yeah. uh, Rumpole <laughs> of the Bailey is not as great a legal mind. Um, the one that Martin Shaw from The Professionals plays, he's a, some kind of lawyer, Huge, isn't, isn't he? Yeah. Judge, Judge John Deeds, is oh, that him? Right. Does he play him? Uh, maybe. Was well, Ironside a lawyer, or am I imagining that? Was he a proper detective? No, but didn't uh, Raymond didn't Burr, do, but Raymond yeah. Burr played Perry Mason. Yeah. Oh, Perry Mason. He played yeah. Ironside. Yeah. Essentially, it was Perry Mason in yeah. a wheelchair. Yeah. It was Perry Mason, but demoted. So not much to live up to. Disabled, demoted <laughs> and disabled. It's quite a downturn in Raymond Burr's career. He started as uh, Perry Mason, and then he became Ironside. Yeah. And, and then, um, I don't know what he did after that. Adverts, maybe. Anyway, yeah. he is the greatest legal mind currently working in the country. He is Russell Raphael. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Everything all right. You flatterer. Also joining us, the greatest sports journalist <laughs> that's ever been recorded in the history of humanity. Sports journalist, internet legend, and Keep going. Keep going. M- mammal, <laughs> is Jim Munro. Who's had no peanuts. Well, I've had a couple of peanuts. A couple of peanuts? Jim, Jim seems to have been looking after the peanuts. I'm Do you need them for the energy for the podcast? something for some Something energy, just yes. to, right, let's get, to get us through the next... Let's get you some sugar. Uh, for four days. I'm going to pass you some Haribo, which will have the <laughs> right. sugar you need to get through this podcast. <laughs> Superb. So, we... Um, so, it, uh, the, the, the end of the season was a little while ago, uh, and in fact, between the last home game against Southampton and the game that Jim, you and I went to at Watford, did Watford. You, fellas, did you go to that? No? No. Uh, no. We went to that. Um, I didn't do football. <laughs> oh, right, then you must leave this place. Yes. <laughs> go to the ice hockey podcast which is in, recorded in the ne- neighbouring room uh, um, yes I'm here for the um, snacks it's near constant fighting the ice hockey podcast ice hockey's brilliant isn't it yeah yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's brilliant brilliant game but getting I back have, to the Watford match I have seen the Helsinki <laughs> Stars and I have seen the oh, Montreal Canadiens okay. play ice hockey 
and it's it's really brilliant. They don't even stop for substitutions. Phil, put the sugary sweets down. Okay, let's get back yeah. on dry. Yeah, you're on a bit so, of a... so it felt a little bit of a. Uh, a gap between the Southampton game and the Watford game, I think, because that week was so full of uh, everything that happened on the inter- stuff. Yeah, yeah. the international stage. So yeah. suddenly, the game against Watford felt like a kind of something that was happening uh, pre-season to this season. Mm. But mm. we beat them four-one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I, and and um, I think sort of we scored the two goals we scored in the first half was. Sl- it's been slightly against the run of play in a way. Little it's been bit. a kind of evenish sort of game. Yeah. They'd had slightly the more of the attacking play. Yeah. For the first twenty minutes we yeah. were not under the cosh, but we had to do some defending. Fabianski yeah. made, you know, just you know, in you know, in fitting way to sort of finish the season, made a brilliant point blank save right on half time. From Dean. Um, yeah. and then we had the disastrous Zabaleta back pass. <laughs> but then after that, we just kind of, you know, yeah. cruised to the win really didn't we once the yeah. sending off had happened you know yeah we slightly we sort of uh, strangled the life out of them yeah. didn't we and uh, uh, yeah certainly the first the opening kind of salvos in the game we had to do a bit of defending but it didn't um, feel anything that sort of Babuena and Diop couldn't, couldn't handle, handle. I mean they had the lion's share of possession yeah without actually us feeling that we were going to concede no absolutely um, and as you say, um, uh, looking at the game overall, it did have that kind of end of season yeah. or even pre-season friendly type feel to it. But but what I love is that we went for the jugular, and we yeah, got the result. Absolutely. I mean, and two two the last two matches of the season, seven goals scored. Absolutely. I mean, Southampton, well, Southampton, and uh, Watford at the end, and Spurs. You know, yeah, we yeah. basically uh, scored eight, conceded. One. one, one, yeah. Scored eight, conceded one in three Premiership fixtures, and it gave us a great end to the season. Yeah, yeah. And um, some players who you know have really come good in the second half of the season. Mm. You know, carrying on that form. Antonio, I thought was was superb in that game. He, he really, was, really yeah. bullied oh, them and terrified Watford. Them. He was in beast mode. I yeah, loved it. He really, it. Was. He really Absol- was. I mean, he was involved in just um, about everything. And, wasn't the, it? and, the, and the sort of little one-two setup for for Noble's goal. Yeah, you know, and yes. Noble was. Was well, super. scoring that or, or great the back end of the season. Perlo, as we shall now refer to. Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> well, he was. He, I mean, he was uh, the best uh, player on the pitch at Spurs. He, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, you know the um, the stable of podcasts that this podcast is in. Uh, the the <laughs> Spurs podcast. Uh, Head honcho Mike Lee, who is part of the people that made this podcast, he he was at the game and said the the best player on the pitch was Noble. Mm. You know, uh, uh, and that was from a Spurs fan. He was, was absolutely the most creative and the most committed player on the pitch in, yeah. in that Spurs game. It was fantastic, and he really, yes, he is having this extraordinary sort of renaissance. You know, uh, and um, and they wanted that. In the Spurs, they game. did. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it wasn't as if they were sitting back; they were desperate for that mm. win. And we just took it to them. Well, they had yeah, reputations yeah. to protect, didn't they? And they? The last thing they wanted is West Ham. Well, the, the reputation. To, uh, they it, needed to nail the top win. four. And, yeah, and yeah, any yeah. win would have done it for them. I they mean, were desperate. I, it, it, rarely does, does one game colour a season so much. I mean, it really, really did put a little kind of rosy, ready break mm. type halo around the season, <laughs> didn't <laughs> it? That, yeah. that, that game and that goal. I mean, the goal was... Beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. And the celebration, have you been practising that at home, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> put me back out. It was, a, it was a strangely pornographic celebration. It was very it? weird. I loved the, the carpet celebration was one of the highlights yeah, of that the was season. Great. Yeah. The carpet celebration was one of the... No, yeah, but know, it is mighty fine carpet. It is a lovely I think carpet. it deserves a proper celebration. A proper stroking. Yeah. A proper stroking by Antonio. Yeah. And that's what it got. Um, but, you know, the, the, the last few games of the season, um, you know, there was a kind of three or four game, uh, three or four position swing mm. uh, dependent on that result. You know, yeah. and in fact, yeah. the reality is if we hadn't sort of had the results of uh, the Manchester United uh, and Leicester games kind of stolen from us by officials, yeah. we could have been eight. We could yeah, have yeah, been, yeah, we yeah, would yeah. have been, no. we would have been, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I and it's difficult yeah. to get too It's not quite Marlon Brando, is it? I could have been a contender. Could have been a contender. We no. could have been eighth. Could have been a contender yeah. for, <laughs> it's a, for... Falls slightly below that. Leagues. But we're on yeah. the, we're on the Still, first we're, page of the, of the league table on Match of the Day. That's oh, what counts. Yeah, that's we're right. the first page. Yeah, absolutely. And, and did, we, did we have a little green arrow bias as <laughs> yeah. well? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. 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 But it was a kind of... It was, you know, it was a kind of satisfying end to what is a kind of transitional season. The sort of... Yeah. The... the uh, People well, believing look at the, look that at the start, yeah. Look, look how we've ended. People believing the that, that Pellegrini mm. was going to come and make a kind of instant mm. difference, and that you can put a mm. set of new players together and they'll just gel instantly. That's crazy, and uh, we things were things were difficult. It seemed to take him a while to kind of get his ideas Absolutely. across. Mm. You know, the the season. Looking back at the season, that uh, you know, I think we there are still sort of questions to be asked. But perhaps the answer is, it's just obvious, it, that we couldn't seem to kind of string a, a couple of good performances again before we would mm. have a bad one. That, you know? that, that's something that he's really got to work on, that, that eliminating, you know, getting into a good position in the yeah. league, having put a couple of good performances uh, behind us and then going and playing like we did at Brighton, mm. yeah. playing like we did at, at Cardiff, Cardiff as well, or yeah. actually to, well, Everton we didn't lose home. the game, Huddersfield away. Yeah. Um, so that that's a that's a big target for improvement. It's clear yeah. that needs to happen. Yeah. But it was um, it was ever thus, wasn't it? I mean, the flippant comment is that this was a typical par West Ham season. Yeah, we beat all the brilliant teams and we lost to all the crap. So yeah. what has he done? And yet, I feel he's actually added quite a lot. And yeah, that there yeah. is real potential there that there wasn't before and we were talking before about Moyes and that we quite like Moyes but that there is a feel with Pellegrini that he is rebuilding things and it isn't going to be a quick fix um, but that this was a stabilising season and getting used to him mm. and his coaching staff and it ended pretty well. You look at the, the players who came in as well I mean I don't think we've got a bad word to say about most of the guys who've come in um, particularly Anderson, uh, for me, has just been fantastic. Um, but it was always going to be a hard task to bring in that many new players at the start of the season, particularly with the fixture list that we were presented with, mm, yep. and make an instant impression. But I've said before, that Arsenal away, first away game of the season, I came out of that match having lost, thinking I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were signs there that you know, yeah. we, we can give teams a game. Mm. Um, and you look at some of the results we've had this season. Yeah. Beating Arsenal, beating Man United, you know Chelsea got away with a nil-nil well, draw. Well, we really should have done the double over Man United. Apart yeah, from well, terrible officiating. Yeah. Officiating was the devil there, wasn't it? Mm. So, you know, it's my my twelve-year-old said to me uh, when I was saying to him, "Look, you know, we've beaten Arsenal, 
we beat Man United. He said, yeah, and we didn't lose 5-1 at home to Arsenal. And we just, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. he, he's yeah. just from a couple of years ago used to the fact where Man City, well, okay, Man City did whack us, but that was at a time when we had bad injuries. Well, but even in that game, you didn't come away from that thinking, oh, what a miserable performance. No. We, we out, we had eight corners to their one, I think. Yeah, we yeah. hit the post. We, had, we, you know, we went toe-to-toe with them. Somewhat naively target. in a way, but... Um, I, you know, at home, yeah. I like the fact that we're just, whoever it is, we're going to go and give it a go and yeah. attack them. But yeah, even yeah. if we look back to those horror first four games, and maybe this is rose-tinted spectacles and I'm not remembering it right, but Bournemouth at home and Wolves at home, I think they were the ones that we both lost, the two home games. Yes, but yeah. I don't remember coming out of them thinking... They were just rubbish. Wolves got a very late goal. It was, yeah, we, late. It was a mistake kind of, as well that led yeah. to it, wasn't yeah. it? it was Sanchez, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we, we, you know, about sort of seven or eight games into the season, when we talked to Alvin Martin, we did the yeah. one of these with Alvin Martin. He uh, flagged up, which I hadn't really thought about. He went, "We only really played badly in one of those games." Yeah. Which, are, which was that Newcastle at home? No, because we beat no. Newcastle at oh, home. Right. We did the double over Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. What game was that? Can't remember, but 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 essentially, you know, things like Arsenal away and those first few games, we sort of yeah. played okay in them. We played yeah. okay. Is it Brighton yeah. at home? What did we do? Maybe it them? was. Well, do no. We beat them this year. It was last season. We were rubbish. We. It's a riveting podcast. Yes. None of us can remember. Senile <laughs> men trying to remember something they watched through an alcohol-fueled haze. <laughs> yes, yes. Past the snacks. We don't remember the bad times. We're thinking about the good times. I mean, yeah. there, there, there are lots of positives come out of the season. I mean, hmm. I, um, uh, the fact that we um, we got a lot of points from from going behind. I mean, you yeah. could say... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps we didn't come out of the traps well enough in some games, mm. but you know it's always, I think, a positive sign if you're if you're watching a team that's resilient enough to come back and, and win yeah. points. I think we yeah. got something like fifteen or sixteen points from mm. being in a losing position, um, so quite high in the in, kind of in the league in that respect. And that was always a kind of feature of I remember sort of Pardew's team. And I was going to say, you yeah, know, yeah, you, they were we resilient. We used to go on about Allardyce and yeah. Pardew, and like, yeah. once they've set up, they can't change things. No. Yeah. Whereas now. We're changing things and we're getting yeah. back into matches. Yeah, and you know, if, if injuries are always um, a, a difficulty for managers, aren't they? And, mm. he, he, and he came through a bit of an injury crisis pretty well, I think. Yeah. I think this season. To so be to put a slight dampener on this, even though I think Diop and Balbuena had good seasons and Ogbonna was pretty good when he came in, mm-hmm. but our player of the year has been our goalkeeper. And how mm. do we marry? this optimism and that we've had a pretty good season where Fabianski has kept us in so many games. But he's yeah, part of the so defence, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. just because he's player of the season doesn't necessarily mean that we've, we've been playing badly. No, he, he's he's part of a unit. But right? he's made more saves, he's had to make more saves than any other goalie in yeah, the division. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, we, we got it right. We got the right goalkeeper in and he's made yeah, a difference. Thank goodness. So, you know, well, I think we're always going to give chances away. I think the way Pellegrini yeah. plays, plays with a high line. He's only ever going to play with that back four. Um, what get, wants to get on the front foot? We've got a lot of attacking players in the team. Mm. There are, you know, you're going to give the opposition a chance always. And I, I you know, that's that's that is going back, you know, to Greenwood, yeah, and Lyle yeah, and whatever. Yeah. That is always been at West Ham. I think you're going to get away you know. with that for one season. I'm not sure we can afford to have Fabianski our player of the year again. And he's got to address why that was. And, you know, you've got, Mm. you'd think if you can keep um, 
Diop and, and Balbuena fit and Rice immediately in front of them. That the goalie should be pretty well protected. But did it feel and that yet, we were under the cosh? I didn't feel we were under the cosh in in. Well, the stats don't lie. He's made more well, saves but, than but, anyone. But we did watch the games, and I don't. I didn't feel that we spent every game under yeah. the cosh. And what we did was was um, no, stay under the cosh and just hit them on the break. I mean, we've we didn't play that at all. We played a very high line. We have so, scored a lot yeah. of threes and fours this season, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, you know, yeah. There's yeah. been matches yeah. where we yeah. thought we can score more goals here and we can go for it. We're a, we're a threat now on on the counter attack as yeah. we saw, uh, you know, at, um, well at Spurs, but at Southampton in, in particular, I yeah. remember, yeah, you know, yeah. um, went one nil down there, mm-hmm. just kind of kept playing and 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 hit them on the counter, you know, and it's been a long while since we've you know scored a goal from somebody else's corner. It's always been <laughs> happening to us, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. great to see, you know, and and. Um, in that goal, that goal that Anderson, the second one that Anderson scored, with um, not lovely little weighted ball from Antonio, who yeah. I think yeah. has technically improved as a player this season. Yes, yeah, so I, I think, think yeah. and I you've got to give you know everyone's giving Guardiola credit for making City players technically better. Yeah. You've got to give Pellegrini credit for making one or Absolutely. two of our players technically yeah. better. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, it obviously helps having yeah. better players within the squad. You've got the yeah. likes of Antonio, uh, sorry, Ferdinand. I'll get there. I'll get there in a minute. Jeff Hurst. <laughs> well, Peters is, a, is an excellent player. Marvin, I'll take Rio in the World Cup. You look at the quality of the players that we brought in. Generally, they are a cut above what we got rid of. We, well, yeah, and we spent most of the season without Lanzini. Yeah, and Yarmolenko. Well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and Fredericks and Winston Reid's got to come back into the mix as well eventually. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Everyone just grimaced. In, in, yeah. um, in terms of the midfield, uh, you know, we have missed Lanzini for most of this season. Yeah. And actually, a team with Lanzini and uh, Anderson mm. uh, and possibly Wilshire in the sort of midfield with Noble and Antonio and Snodgrass, that's a, you know, that's a good set of players. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I, Do you I think absolutely... Snodgrass will last through the summer? Well, you wonder, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think so. I think he's, I, mean, I think he I like deserves his place in the squad. I, he, he does. The... I felt that. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. The, work, the work rate's great. I mean, yeah. I thought um, it was a, a little mini turning point at the back end of the season, which, which seemed to be going nowhere. Uh, Half time at Chelsea Second was when he Chelsea. came yeah. on mm. and he just started chasing lost causes. You know, closing down the keeper, closing down everybody, yeah. putting in tackles. Um, and the, the lifted the lifted the team. And the although team. you know we, we we lost we lost we conceded another goal. The second half performance felt like a, felt felt it, much yeah. better. And, I, and am then, I imagining? Then we took that into into the am I imagining? Or did he play more? Was it? He was trusted to play more in the centre of yes. Yeah, he did get midfield a few chances, towards yeah. the end, yeah. and he yeah, really yeah. didn't let us down. No, and no. it was quite a tight midfield. No, I, I mean, a, you no. mentioned Yarmolenko, and I'm really excited about him coming back. And I yeah. don't think we've seen I, yeah. anything like no. the best of him yet. And that well, he will, was, but he was part of the well, turning point. Of the yeah, because yeah. yeah. for me, Everton, was, Everton was was, was close to performance of the season. Yeah, yeah, because we thoroughly they turned out to be a pretty decent side. I know they were also struggling to get going at the time hmm. but we'd had a wretched start to the season yeah. we went up there and yeah. we played them off the park and how often does that happen at Goodison mm. I mean yeah. it's a not, not been a happy hunting ground no. No. that was um, a high pressure game you know, as you say a, we lost four on the bounce it was a really really good performance yeah so what do we think we need for next season I mean I would argue that um, 
for me, the the sort of signing for, of uh, uh, Zabaleta for a kind of another year or something has slightly muddied the waters. I'd 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 almost still feel that we should get a kind of either a young right back or a cheap right back. Yeah, and for Zabaleta to sort of be in the mix for his experience, yeah. stuff like that. It feels like sort of putting yeah. a you know a sort of Say we're going to sign this guy on a on a very short term deal to be our kind of yeah, yeah. backup right back feels like well why don't you get someone who could play for four or five years for us or or you know yeah. dare I say it someone who's twenty five I, I suppose the financial reality is you've got to look at we obviously don't know how much money they intend no. to spend but you have to look at certain positions yeah you want to bring in someone in every position if you could but. It's like the goalkeeping position. Do you bring in a, a Willy Caballero who would be a free transfer and plug the gap of Adrian leaving and, mm-hmm. and God bless him for everything he's done for us? Absolutely. Um, or do you bring in Neil Etheridge who would cost you £10 million, but it's someone who would step into Fabianski's shoes once Fabianski moves on? So if you decide to spend money in one position, does that then mean you've not got quite the same budget? I mean, I think our, our big area is obviously striker. That's what we've got to look yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got to look at the forward line. I would say striker and central mid, central midfield in terms of, kind of energy and, yeah, enforcer, a midfield, yeah. box to box. You know, we've got creative midfielders, we've got attacking yeah. midfielders, we've got a great holding midfielder in Rice. Yeah. We need a better version of Obiang, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Although I like, I don't dislike Obiang. No, he's not. He's not well. I, I, we, we've said many a time on on the podcast that he possibly hasn't had a fair crack of the whip from some managers over. Mm. over so his a better time version of Obiang also means a better version of Noble. Possibly, and if you've got two yeah. of those in reserve, which one are you ditching? Well, I think Obiang clearly wants. I think he wanted a move, didn't he? In the, he in wanted the last year. Yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, I went. I went. I was one of the seven hundred and whatever went to that Wimbledon game. He walked around that midfield yeah. as if he did not want to be on that pitch. Yeah. Yeah. It was disgraceful. That mm. Hold that thought and we'll uh, break for this message. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Um... Yes, I think Ma- I think Pedro Obiang is a kind of you know in a way is a, has all the kind of uh, ingredients to be exactly the sort of player we want. He's mm. he's he's quite technical. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He's got a good range of passing. Um, it did seem that he was a kind of somewhat demotivated player. There was a mm. there, there was a match we played this season that had you know post Christmas on Outovich. Um, Obiang and somebody else who kind of maybe Hernandez you kind of go there's three guys out of 11 who've sort of almost publicly declared that they and just going through the motions, would like yeah. to you know like a move but I think mm. Obiang's been good in the last few you, games you I, get, wonder, I wonder whether he could he be and Rice to... and Noble formed sort of quite a nice triangle in, in quite a few matches mm. and was that the Everton game? Well. I think that yeah. was the three yeah. Yeah. In that turning point. Yeah, well, yeah, Obiang mm. had a good game yeah. up at Everton. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think he's a bad player. I, yeah. I, I just feel we want the flexibility. To, the issue is, is is a partly a numbers game, isn't it? Mm. Noble, Noble, Rice, one other with a bit of energy. I mean, yeah. that's okay. But you don't. I'm sure Pellegrini ideally wants to play with two with two in that central midfield, not the, yeah. not the three. 
and uh, no, but I don't think has ever had. It's not. A, not it's not a criticism. I mean, he's never had the kind of the the pace and the and the and the energy no. to be able to to be able to do that. No, we're getting to the point where we need to. We need. A younger version of Noble. Yeah, he's thirty-two yeah. now, isn't yeah. he? You've got to start yeah. thinking and about. And so yeah. one of the one of Noble or Obiang is going to be the understudy to that person. Yeah, and we don't need both. No. I, re- I really like Obiang, apart from anything else that the goal he scored against Spurs. Oh, yeah, fantastic! Is, uh, just yeah. put he makes him a legend. But even before that, I just liked him as a player, and he's an. I think he's an intelligent player, um, but. But he ain't going to be, be him no and no manager has really, I mean, it's partly, no. of course, he is in competition to a certain extent with your club captain. But but why is it that, that a succession of managers have not really back, re, not really given him yeah. a good yeah. run, have they? Crucial there must be injuries, something. Though. Injuries at yeah, maybe. crucial times. Yeah, you know, I think that's what's happened with Obiang a little bit. But um, He was the main man with Allardyce for a while, wasn't he? Was he solidly in that sense? Um, well, he, I think... He, Maybe I'm Oh, well, that's a good... Did he come mm. in the Billich season? Well, he was there at the same time as Billich. He was there at the same time as Chiarty for a lot of the time as well, mm. wasn't he? He wasn't getting Yeah, into. I mean, some players was keeping him out. need, whether it's in these days of squad rotations and what have you, some players still feel the need to be playing every game, Play otherwise every game. they don't yeah, feel yeah. loved. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's yeah. reflected in their performances. And I think he's one of those players who, unless he gets a good, solid run in the team and knows that he's going to get that run in the yeah. team, yeah. he's kind of got a nervous... And if he wanted it out, if he wanted out this time last year, what happened since then to change his mind? He's hardly had any game time. Mm. No, that's right. I mean, it's difficult with midfielders because you know there's there's a kind of a range of skills that if one if one player has kind of two out of three of those skills, Hmm. you're probably sort of cooking on gas. You know, Snodgrass has the hustle. Yeah, uh, and has has some energy, but you would, mm. you know, a fully firing Jack Wilshire, you know, from from say five years ago when he wasn't injured all the time, you'd have him over Snodgrass, yeah, every single day of the week. Mm. But you don't have you don't have Jack Wilshire, uh, and so you play Robert Snodgrass, who, you know, is is a competent passer of the ball yeah. and has a lot of energy. Uh, Antonio again has, you know, he's got a lot of drive and stuff, but he's mm. not. A technical player in that Obiang helps with build-up play yeah. uh, in a in a really kind of incisive, kind of fast-moving. You know those those couple of games, couple of goals in was it Southampton the the shot that hit the post and came out, yeah. but also the through ball for uh, on Atovic to run yeah, onto. Yeah. Those were classy. Those yeah, you know yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's a classy player. The one yeah. two yeah. against Everton. Yeah, yeah, it was Obiang. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you know. no. I'm, I'm, um, uh, I don't decry him. I just feel no, no, that's you know, looking to move forward. We're looking to be yeah. Yeah. to impose. Yeah, you know, we're looking for tops top eight next season. Probably yeah. is a is a realistic target. But you know what? Um, I mean, these, and that's of, an area we need to improve. I think yeah. Southampton and Watford when uh, Wilshire came on both games I was really looking forward to it and yeah. he didn't disappoint yeah. he was good yeah. he was really good Scott, yeah. I mean that, you know that would be amazing if if 27 year old Jack Wilshire yeah, that would be remarkable. gets a full season next yeah. year be to great. believe it when you but see it but how can it, you plan <laughs> for that how can yeah. you plan you can't for that? plan you can't. for it no, well you can't right. but you but you you know I mean you have to trust you have to I think he'll still be around because who else is going to take him but you know whether it's pay per play or whatever mm. 
He's fantastic. It's going to be a great bonus if he if he can stay fit, get a good preseason in, and come be anything like the player he was three or four years ago. Because Mm. we, you know, he's he's actually still young, and he's exactly he's not ancient, is he? He's, He's got. Potentially, yeah. yeah. So it's potentially a great punt that as a sign. I don't think you know. I wouldn't criticise that mm. that signing on that. So basis. up front, can we, how do we even know what to say until we know what Anatovich is? What's in his head? Oh, well, he'll well, stay. I think he's I staying. Think he'll I mean, stay. I think that's yeah. been the pictures of him having extensions yeah. built on his house or a new house yeah. built or I something. Think, I think some of the things that the you know Pellegrini's talked about you know getting a good yeah. season out of him next year with the kind of in the kind of way that you talk about someone who you're pretty confident is going to. Is going to stay. He'll be on the books. Yeah. Um, I there's, need to pay there's more alarming talk of news. giving Carroll a pay, pay as you play. Uh, what? Yeah. I wouldn't be a fan of that. At no, all. Well, I, mean, I don't that, think anyone would. would no. that? I mean, I, that, I, that, that seems nuts. To that, me. that would be an emotional decision, not a business decision. Yeah. To yeah. It would be a ridiculous decision, to be quite honest. Well, yeah. it has to be said. I mean, you know, even even if he did get fit, and I mean. The lap of honour against Southampton. <laughs> He's wearing one of those long kind of fishtail Parker things that Arsene Wenger famously couldn't do yeah, up. Yeah. He's on two crutches with one of those big boots. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. oh God almighty, do you not need a bigger visual signifier that this bloke might yeah. not be a great punt? You know? so, well, yeah. There's two guys yeah. who obviously people are talking about, Salomon Rondon and there's Mitrovic as well. Mm. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on those two? I mean, these, these sort of... These players that are a kind of a hold-up man that bring in other players and mm. that's where your goals might come from. Um, I don't know if that's like the way Pellegrini sort of likes to play. It's, it, it's well, you know, they're, they're very different players. I mean, Rondon has got a lot more to him than just being a striker. He yeah. is good at holding the ball up. He can do distribution. He can go wide. Mitrovic is more of your traditional lump up front. Yes. But what I like about Mitrovic, I and mean, there's a five-year age difference between them. Mitrovic is 24, Rondon's 29. They're both... Share the same birthday, September the 16th. So, start of the season, you're going to have one who's 30, one who's 25. Now, if we're looking to the future and we want to be building, I'd say look at the younger player. Mitrovic does play with the maturity beyond his years, to use a horrible Mm. cliche. Um, And if we're going to keep on out of it, you drift out wide, we want mm. someone that's a bit more more centrally... Probably a more naturally... What about what happened to the Um, Spanish guy? I thought he was our main Well, Maxi Gomez. Gomez, well, I don't know. I mean, that that might yet be... Um, In answer to those, for me, it's no and no for different reasons. I just think Mitrovic is a monstrously overrated player. I don't Mm. think he's very good, really. Um, And I think he's... Well, I think he's a bit of a donkey, to be honest. Um, I thought he was terrible for Fulham this year, to be honest, from what I saw. He was awful against the games against us, certainly. Yeah. Um, you Ron, you Rondon, you I think, is a decent down footballer. To the service he was getting at Fulham? Uh, no, not really. I didn't think he was very good at Newcastle either. Um, I, I just don't like the look of him. That's a bit of a thumbs I just think he's, I just think he'd be yeah. another in the long line of disappointing players who score about eight or nine goals. Yeah. You know, he's not, an, you know, He's like a he's a Carlton Cole, isn't he? You know, yeah. he's not anything special. Well, we're kind of looking um, here and we, as Andy well, and the whole point is we're trying to. Well, yeah, but we want somebody who a will play. I mean, admittedly, yeah. okay, he's going to be fit and play, but we want something a bit better. I think more of a yeah. footballing um, player. So I think Rondon is the right type of player, but uh, too old. 
I think. Yeah. And we've got to we've got to start finding someone mm. who we're gonna you know is gonna is gonna play for a few years and get the best you know for once get the best out yeah. of a player up front. We are crying out for someone who's going to stick yeah. the ball in the net on a regular basis. Uh, uh, we've got goals in the other part of the team. We've got yeah. Anderson who'll chip in. Lanzini gets his fair share. Arnautovic, uh, you know, is 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 scoring um, uh, over the last few seasons. You know, if he played a full season, he'd be probably double figures. Yeah. Um, you know, we want someone who's going to be uh, knit it all together up front. I have to say, what's in, uh, the encouragement I'm taking is this time last year when we sat down and we were talking about who would we bring into the team and the people we've been linked with. <sighs> There was no Felipe Anderson being mentioned because we didn't no, know about no, Felipe no, Anderson. No, there was no, no Yarmolenko no, being no, mentioned. And you right. really hope that someone under the radar is going to yeah. come along Diop and be brilliant. Diop was only 22 and he came in. And yeah. like, Never yeah. heard of him, have we? Yeah. No, so so. I'm, I'm, I'm dearly hoping, touching wood and, yeah, and absolutely. praying on a pillow at night, that, that our new director of football is yeah, kind of They've, they've got some... a few names there that we've not yeah. heard yet. Although this time last year, they were talking big in terms of money. This year, they are saying... You know, I haven't heard a lot of well, that. That's one thing. They did issue a statement, so. didn't they? Have you seen the joint statement from the director? We're very excited. Saying, yeah, that the, the project is uh, is yeah. running as planned. Yeah. I've heard too much <laughs> else what, what, about what how the budget got blown <laughs> last year. What happened to the there ain't a lot places yeah. we should have been yeah, in by yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. So, and I wonder who actually wrote that statement. So I'm not sure <laughs> there's there's budget for an Anderson and one or two others this well, year. You know, if you get Hernandez right, off okay. the wage bill, yeah, I think that's that's a quite important point, isn't it? The wage yeah. bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could, you know, what are they playing, Carroll? Exactly, yeah. He's... What are they playing, Hernandez? Huge amounts for mm. Hernandez. Mm. Mm. So it'd be great to, yeah, it would be great. But, to what get what them I don't want to see yeah. is you know this, these old names like Gary Cahill from Chelsea. When I saw that link, it was like, this is a guy who was offered a chance to play for Fulham for the second half of the season and said, no, he wanted to fight for his place at Chelsea. He, did, he just wanted to sit on his backside and do nothing mm-hmm. and, and earn his money because he didn't, no, we've he didn't got to move on from the this. fight. And, got, yeah. and, I, and to a certain extent, although I accept that he, he, you know, he's, he's a good player, I think Rondon falls into the category of there's not going to be any resale value at the no. end of it. You'd maybe We're get sure he can him. do better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Who spotted Diop? Who scouted that? Know. Was what's, it Pellegrini regime or was it the previous? It's Pellegrini, wasn't it? Oh yeah, must, yeah. I think you've got to bear so in mind to... they were so quick to appoint Pellegrini. Him. It was the end of last season, rather the start of this season. He must have already known he was coming. He must have. You know, well, yeah. Fred, been well, Fredericks was his first signing, but I think that was. I think Fredericks was a, the previous regime. I think that was. Yes, a, that was yeah, all. They, that was coming. Yeah. But everyone from Fredericks onwards, I think, was Pellegrini and his team. Mm-hmm. So I agree that we should have faith Yeah. that even if it's not massive budgets, there should be, you know, hope we They've can got be optimistic will... about a couple of gems. I yeah. think that the, way the, the way the modern game is, fullbacks are really important. I, I wonder whether we need to um, at least cultivate another left-back as well. There's mm. uh, certainly the... Um, what, ahead one, of Arthur? One of the Facebook pages talks about <laughs> Arthur should, you know... Should we keep him? See, Arthur had some great games towards the end of that season. He did. He yeah. really, really did. Yeah. He did. He, he's he's, out on he's his a ear. talented footballer who goes to sleep for a couple of seconds yeah. that then causes us real problems. He doesn't seem to have... He, he doesn't have defensive instincts, no. does he? No. Really? No. no. That's the issue. But for the last four or five games, he hardly put a foot wrong. No, he's great. No, he's been great. He's, yeah. He was and really good towards the end of the season. So he can well. do it. Oh, offensively, yeah, we know. Yeah. We yeah, know yeah. that's his yeah. whole... Yeah. 
that's second nature. Mm. But it's, maybe he can be trained to be... Uh, well, yeah. I think he needs yeah. to grow in confidence a bit. I mean, there are times when he could take a player on up that flank, but I think he... I, I wonder whether he's got his kind of catastrophic uh, start to last season sort of still in his mm. head. Uh, and uh, I can't commit myself because then I'm, you know... Uh, sacrificing space on the left for them to attack uh, because he can he, he, sometimes the, the overlap's there and he just hangs back you know mm. he, he gives the he, he does the give but doesn't run forward for the go you know well he did the season before he was and I think the start of last season that they, they were all getting used to this really high line and mm. and they they did clearly didn't get it for the first two or three games and I think that that knocked Masuaku's confidence and then yeah. he wasn't committed to going forward no. yeah. as his natural inclination yeah. Yeah. is that's right yeah. and well, there, but he seems to have got that back a bit totally. he's got I, more think he's, to... I think he's looked fantastic that, that opening game against Liverpool I mean Fredericks thought that was the end of his career <laughs> he had such a bad game <laughs> yeah, yeah. got dropped immediately yeah, absolutely. and, well, he's, and he's in the return Declan, Declan, was immense Declan yeah, exactly. Rice as well exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got dropped after the Liverpool game well he got substituted didn't he during the game yeah well he was traumatised I mean he said he mm. he said he left the pitch saying I might not be cut out for the top flight of English football. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. so bad in that game. It was a different mm. system. It was a really high line. And, I think that's, that's actually, I mean, that's good for the players because they've, Pellegrini's come in, said this is what we're going to do. They obviously have lived through those first few matches and then see how things have evolved and, and playing with the confidence that he's instilled in them at the back end of the season. Yeah. I mean, uh, this I season's been a real ride, hasn't yeah. it? And there, there, ha- there, there are things that sort of have been concerning that to do with kind of inconsistency, like mm. putting two great results together and then mysteriously not turning up for Just another game. Just going missing, yeah. You sort of sense that that he is such a, you know, this charming man. Pellegrini is <laughs> not a big shouter, not a big hairdryer, mm. not a big sort of throwing chairs around the room. So maybe he does need sort of generals on the pitch a little bit. Mm. He does need people that sort of do his job on yeah, the pitch. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, N- N- Noble said in his column in the Evening Standard that the, obviously he, before the Spurs game, said, for the fans, this is a really yeah. important game. Let's go out there and fuck these guys up, you know? <laughs> and um, that needs to happen. You know, Kevin Nolan was yeah. clearly a great captain yeah. and uh, Lucas Neal was cre- yes. clearly a great captain. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Noble is a slightly more introverted yeah. character. Yeah. Which yeah. I would but, say is one sort of argument for having Snodgrass, Snodgrass in and around the squad and yeah. possibly Zabaleta because yeah. you feel that both of them have got a bit a bit yeah. of leadership yeah. about yes. them. Yeah. 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 And sort of Diop and Balbuena both, you know, uh, Diop yeah. really gets the team. He does this, he, he, you know, ever since his first game he came up to the fans at the end of the game home and away yeah, yeah. you know does his sort of you know punching the badge yeah. you know uh, uh, and he's done that since he started at, yeah. at the club you know yeah I don't think we're short of potential leaders I've been impressed throughout the season really with I think Diop Balbuena Rice Arnautovic when he's in the mood but you and have, Noble but and you have all... to ask why we come out and play so badly mysteriously yeah. in those yeah. games so, you know it's like you know yeah because it's not just one player that we're carrying it's like it's a collective mm-hmm. thing where everyone's a bit flat yeah yeah very fl- yes exactly very flat we, we've come mm. out in games 
Sometimes it takes us a but half we, we, we have to started a lot of games quite slowly yeah. and grown into them, which is why I think we've earned yes. so many points yes, yes. through coming back. Through yeah. having to get yeah. scored Perhaps against. we need to make the pre-match training a bit tougher and yeah, yeah. keep like, the backside a bit more. But Yeah, I mean, you know, there is something, there is a kind of syndrome there. But, but, uh, but what has happened over the season is, and especially because we finished, you know, very strongly, I mean, we unjustly lost those... Uh, lost and drew Man, yeah. those games against Manchester United and, and Leicester, Leicester. Yeah. but we got a draw and then got three wins one of them against Spurs and we mm. we it really did seem that because you know games like the Cardiff and the Everton that that what seemed like it was going to be a fantastic sort of strong second half of the season players coming back Lanzini um getting our sort of preferred central pairing together again uh, was going to finish strong and then it all slightly went tits up but mm. then we finished very strongly with yeah. three wins in yeah. our last three games and the spirit in the team is very good it does now. look good yeah. the spirit yeah, in the team good. feels great okay. they yeah. celebrate with each other they you know it feels like mm. there's a definite kind of you know s- sort of strength to the team now yeah. uh it's sort of you know emotionally or whatever yeah. the, the, the okay so let me throw a spanner in those works that it, I agree. It, they all seem like a collective thing. Is there anyone, you know, is Rice susceptible to a move away? Is there anyone that you think with a big bid, well, that uh, whole spirit uh, and the uh, team yeah. could get torn if apart? That, I guess anyone, from the club's point of view and the player's point of view, if the club get a ridiculous offer, they'll probably look at it. If the player gets... What does ridiculous offer mean? Well, what is that? 60, 70 million? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot. Well, it's worrying. You know. it, it may not sound like a lot to us, but you know, to the owners, they might they may feel it's worth taking. I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously not their main no. piece. I mean, Rice but, gives every impression that he's been really happy throughout the season. The way he celebrates, hmm. I know loyalty I mean, means nothing these days. But well, Gareth Southgate has nice done us guy. an enormous favour. Yes, because he, has. he is playing for England now. Yeah. You know, so, so and he, that is a huge difference. I, I, you know, yeah. that's that's the yeah. thing. If you're in a if you're in a top half Premier League team, it doesn't really get much better. You could mm. you you you've, all you do then is try and get in a Champions League team. And I think you know, that, and he's I, not going to go. I, I, and, I, they're not going. He's not going to go straight into the team at Manchester City. This I think that's a really salient point yeah. because the regime at England has changed. The the way it's being run, it's no longer the case. Essentially, under previous managers, a player like Rice would have had to have gone to Manchester United yeah. or Arsenal just to just to get his hands yeah, on an England shirt. Wasn't but yeah. the problem is, he would go there and he wouldn't and play. play. He'd be sitting know. on their bench. And I think, yeah. you know, hopefully he's being well advised and he's got his head screwed on and he realises that at least for the next season or two maybe, hmm. his, his career development will be best served by playing... Yeah. You know, and the top half, hopefully, of the of the mm. Premier League for us, he's still going. He's going to be playing for England because he he looks so much better than Dyer in that position. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not true. Oh, completely. Mm. Um, uh, so what's what's not to like about yeah, that? Yeah, as absolutely. long as we're paying him yeah. decent wedge, I mean, you know, eventually mm. he is going to go and be a well, regular starter in a Manchester City it, it or, 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 or a how, Real Madrid, isn't it, he? It, That's what he. That, he's that good. It I think. depends then how we evolve as a club. I exactly. Mean, if, yeah. if we start moving in the right direction, you know, and improving and getting qualifying for Europe, perhaps you know, whether it's Europa League or it's not going to be Champions mm. League, but you know, grab a Europa League place, then you know, there's hmm. 
that then encourages people to stay around a bit longer yeah. Um, yeah. and keep that yeah. journey going. Yeah. And that slightly speaks to a conversation that we've had once or twice during the podcast this season. It's what sort of team can we be now? You know, it's yeah. like, um, you know, the Harry Redknapp team of the early 90s, all it needed was someone up front for us to be yeah. really challenging for top six. Yeah. But we didn't sort of have that money until we decided to find it to spend on Hartson and Kitson. But what we were was a very entertaining team that yeah. the under Harry was, on the whole, sort of camped out in the top half of the yeah. table or sometimes yeah. in the middle places of the table. Sometimes we finished 13th. You know, some, we finished 8th and 5th after we got Hartson and Kitson. Um, and, you know, playing a kind of enterprising style of football, yeah. we're, a, we're, a, we're a much more entertaining outfit than yeah. Watford, for yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, but also um, looking at yeah. it, Phil, sorry to interrupt, but, you know, we've, we've scored all these goals with an underperforming forward line. Yeah. You know, we've, we've got to where we've got to without a real sort of out-and-out striker playing That's for right. us. That's right, yeah, yeah. Or like the regular goal scorer. You know, Arnautovic finished top scorer just with that last goal against Watford, but... <laughs> What was it, 11 goals or something? Yeah. yeah you know, so yeah. if you can add some goal scoring power yeah, absolutely. That if we can just freshen, you know, freshen the team. So a few, I th- yeah, I think it, should, it feels like it should be a window where we, where we invest properly in, a, in two or three positions where we really are upgrading. Mm. Yeah. Centre forward, central midfield, box midfielder. I think we will need to, and then we will need to add some squad strength, I think, full back. Mm. Probably both sides. I think so. To be but honest. I think yeah, yeah. so. Both sides. And possibly, yeah. depending on how Reed goes, first part of um, preseason training, centre back mm. as well. Yeah, if he's you know if if he is fit and he's our kind of fourth central defender, that's pretty good. If yeah, he's like yeah. then if yeah. he's kind of fighting with Ogbonna to be our third choice for the central defender. I was going to say when he got injured, he was possibly like a strongest, and yeah. he's coming back into a team where yeah. it's like, yeah. well, you know, we might use. It's him. Pretty good, but it's a bit of a retrograde step. I'd rather have a youngster pushing. Well, he's not that old now, is he? Reed, was he thirty? Must be. Yeah, about that. Yeah, he's not going to be more no. than thirty. Central defenders can be thirty. Well, it's an emotional. Balbuena is like twenty nine. Diop's what twenty two or twenty three? I mean, yeah. we don't. You know, he, he's of an age where ordinarily you'd be saying he's the kind of person you want to bring in. I, don't know. I think things have moved well. on, and I think we need to um, be bringing youngsters on. And uh, if you look at most of the good teams now, their average age seems yeah, to be we have incredibly an old, old, young, relatively we do. old. Yeah. Team. yeah, we do. And it does need freshening up a little bit. A fourth choice centre half. I'd like that to be a kid rather than an emotional thing for Reed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly first fourth choice can be a kind of it can be a bit of someone who's going to come in and sort of do a good mm. job. You know, Alvin Martin sort of had a kind of slow fade to the end of his career where he sort of came in and you know was perhaps not necessarily first choice, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know. But I think some new faces, and definitely, I mean, youth, we do have a kind of, you know, an ageing team. Uh, and it would be great to bring in some sort of new players. Mm. Um, this might be uh, roughly where we wrap up. We have no game to look forward to uh, over uh, um, uh, over the next week. No, but Rice, Rice watching Rice in an English shirt. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In, 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 in a league, sort of yeah. not more than meaningless friendlies. That's yes. good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So, um, oh, and Jane Ross playing for Scotland in the Women's World Cup. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to getting beyond the wilderness, which is the end of the season and the fixtures being announced. I feel like at the moment, this has been a fresh air tonight, breath of fresh mm. air. Yeah, yeah. about West Ham. I've been wandering zombie like 
since the season ended. No, it's an eternity. No, <laughs> Every like day feels like a month. Early June. Exactly, that's what I mean. It's an yeah. eternity. I haven't renewed my season ticket yet. Well, you need to do that. Maybe I won't. Have you not read the chairman's statement? Everyone should be renewing their season ticket. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't read that. All right, this has been Stop Hammer Time, uh, and we'll uh, see you next season, no doubt. My name's Phil Whelans, with me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Russell Raphael. Goodbye. And Jim Munro. Cheers, fellas. Have a good summer. Come on, you irons. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.